Welcome to Tabletop. My name is Nick, and I think that fudging dice rolls is totally okay. Hey, it's me, Franco, and rolling for initiative sucks. I'm Daniel, and I think you should modify your first level characters as much as you want. And I'm Shade, and if your TTRPG hasn't evolved into a LARP, you've done it wrong. And we all host Tabletop, a TTRPG podcast about all things games and storytelling. And sometimes we have game designers, professional researchers, and even the occasional owlbear. If this interests you, listen to Tabletop every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. Tabletop is a proud member of the Helios Network. In this episode of Negative Modifier, we'll be playing the game Delta Green. Delta Green, by design, tackles various mature themes that may be uncomfortable or triggering for listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, it's Charlie, Negative Modifier's Game Master. First off, thank you for giving us a listen. As always, expect something horrible to happen to the players. If you're a fan, support us by leaving a review on iTunes. If you hate the show, Consider doing it anyway and enjoying the fact that you've inflicted us on someone else. For the most up-to-date news on the podcast, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And with that... Between the new guy and Veronica, I think we kind of have our top suspects. Firestarter kind of starts muttering or saying this uh, as he kind of circles around when i have the chance i would like to do an occult check to see if anything kind of catches my attention with the artifacts yes yeah, so this is a no pressure situation so you can just kind of look at stuff and we'll talk through it if you will so he's left at this point Do you guys want to start kind of just digging into what's in this room and stuff like that uh yes yeah yeah so the good news of this they've done a fantastic job of cataloging everything again this is a institution they handle archaeological stuff all the time so the notes are meticulous and scientific and precise which is great for going through all of this very kind of like interpretive notes attached to all of this and yeah it's definitely all egyptian like the contents of the box some of them put back in for kind of storage purposes and after the box got moved left in there but yeah it's all in theory egyptian there are notes that a couple of the items appear to be just kind of very good but very obviously reproductive items kind of thin as a couple like canopic jars a couple kind of god statues they all kind of do say the only kind of real item of any value or historical interest is this strange stone mask and the mask is as was kind of talked about just a stone mask it's an unremarkable kind of carved stone mask they're having a hard time dating it though too like they found an organic substance on the back that suggests the mask is as old as 5000 BCE but also it was worn as recent as maybe the 1880s. The mask itself visibly is kind of strange. It's definitely a mask. It's definitely a human face, but it's very kind of lacking in detail. It's got kind of the major jawbone components, a slit for the mouth and a place where the eyes would suck and go through kind of thing looking through it. But that's kind of all the detail. It's maybe an early kind of burial mask of some kind, but it's just, it's bizarre. It's too smooth on the surface. There should be like work marks or something like that. Like touching it is, cool and smooth to the touch and the back side of it just notes about how it's almost kind of like velcro like in texture which seems strange like again these are all notes you're not physically touching it so you can't confirm this all for yourself but yeah it's it's a very kind of nondescript stone mask the only reason they're assuming it's egyptian even is that it's in this box of other egyptian stuff the one kind of weird note that kind of they put it through an analysis of some kind and it appears to be something called moonstone which is a um, it's a naturally occurring kind of precious gem, 
one this big is a tad surprising, and the fact that it's black is especially kind of interesting because up until relatively recently, historically, that wasn't a color you could find moonstone in. The only place found on Earth you can get black moonstone is Madagascar. Can we make like an occult check or an unnatural check to see if this screams any like cults we would know of from those arrows or areas? Yeah, again, like you're kind of in this, just like looking at notes and stuff like that. So it's not hyper stressful. You haven't come across anything that would suggest it being anything especially culty. It's full of a bunch of Egyptian stuff. You just kind of got the last operation you went on had a vaguely culty vibe to it. But again, like the mask itself, based on the pictures, there's nothing descriptive about this. Like almost like someone took one of those plastic kind of like party city masks and carved it out of this just beautifully smooth, dark black stone. Gotcha. I would like to start looking into the staffing here, whatever um, Cornelius had kind of mentioned and stuff. Yeah. And I'm checking out a dossier as well as looking through their social media feeds for anything that right. might catch my attention. All right. So you're going to start doing that. You've got kind of like the stuff Cornelius can pull together for you, kind of the various staff workups and kind of stuff relating to the mask. You've got the archaeological kind of findings, all of that stuff. And you also have a stack of kind of the shipping manifest and all those stuff related to accepting that. Do you guys want to spend some time going through all that as a group? Yes. Yes. So that's going to take some time. You get the same names repeated. There's an incident report attached to it, though. It appears that one of the assistants, Christina Wick, while kind of processing through the mask, cut herself somehow on it. Like maybe it was a tool slip or something, but they had to go through a cleaning off. Okay, she got some blood on the kind of the face of the mask at one point. They had to clean it off at one point. Full documentation of those some pictures to go along with it. Incident reports were filed. There's been some follow-up notations on that. It also turns out that the mask has been there for five months, not the kind of initial three months you were told by Pine. It's been there for quite some time, and it's been kind of on the back burner given its unremarkableness and kind of somewhat vague nature of how it's been delivered. The shipping manifest and kind of shipping information, though, is where stuff gets interesting in an uncomfortable way the carrier for this cargo is listed as cairo importing no the address listed as part of cairo importing is chicago illinois attention of vicky o'neill uh florence very texts this information uh florence will just set up an appointment with pine to call her later tonight sure uh you are right there doctor i look over dr florence and i'm like it is that what I think it is? Yeah. All right. Ah, shit. We can assume now that, again, we're in a situation where people want us to be here when we shouldn't be. So just keep your eyes peeled. All right. Okay. Let's try to not flash these badges if we don't have to. Y'all want to fill me in on what's going on? You two seem a little bit more perturbed than normal. I mean, especially you, John. You seem like you've got ants in your pants since we got to Starbucks. Let's just say your expertise in fire will come in handy quite a bit if if this leads where we think it's leading. Oh, man, I don't want to have to set us like a museum on fire. Like, I mean, I will, but I, that sucks. I don't think we're going to have to. It's just okay. let's let's keep that talk for out of the museum. Can I roll an alertness to see if there's anything out of the ordinary now that we know this? This is Cairo. Yeah, go for it. 
And nothing leaps out as he was weird. Like the, the box is a normal shipping box. You've all probably seen like either pictures of this and movies or something like that. Like it's, it seems normal enough. What I will say though is that on kind of as part of this carrier information, there's a phone number you could try calling if you wanted. There's also a return shipping address to something called Magistrate Antiques. Tension of one Roger Myers, San Diego, California. There's also a phone number for that. Okay. Okay. So this is uh this is I guess GM question. This antiques company is this the antiques company from the company from the shipping company that we dealt with with the cannibals? No. No. Okay. That was a catering company too, not a. No, because there was also because they also the the, ca- oh, the no, shipping no, no, company no. had a lot of artifact stuff in like their offices. You'd have no way of being able to link those two together, but no, this is not Bolton shipping in any way, shape, or form. This is Cairo importing all over again. Okay. Is there any information as to what's inside the canoptic jars? They're just empty. They're just empty? Yeah. And I, I want to look at the camera that he said that was off, and I want to make sure that it doesn't have, like, it's recording, like, little, like, red dot on it. Yeah, it's off as best you can tell. All right, so there are two phone numbers here, right? Yep. You want me to call it? Which one you call him? Well, which one do you think we should call, guys? There's the one to the antiques company and the other one to Cairo importing. Let's work situationally less suspicious to more suspicious. Call Pine. Yeah, all right. Or call Pine. I'd say call Pine. This is yeah. the fact that we're dealing with a shipping company that we dealt with in one of our previous ops is no coincidence. Some shit's up. And considering there are jars in this thing here, remember what we dealt with last time? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, Florence is going to call Pine. As she picks up, you kind of hear the sound of the traffic in the background. Agents, that's quick. Done already. We have a problem. This was delivered by Cairo Imports. And it's a long pause. Yeah, I thought I saw that in the information that got sent over for this. It's why I tagged you and Foxtrot to investigate this one. I figured if anyone's dealt with them so far, you have reason to believe it's a repeat of what happened in Chicago? I think that whatever it is, is it's it's what tagged us as agents so that they could target us and send us out to vermont yeah that sounds like a plausible possibility this work gets strange though through the timeline that we estimated backwards from your time in chicago the initial body we found was frozen meaning that the initial outbreak happened in the winter we only became alert of it because the summer thaw began happening in spring and well began spreading that's where you came in is it possible that whoever's doing this is trying to replicate the same events that happened in chicago there are jars here but i mean it doesn't look like the stuff that we found in the initial investigation before someone did cut themselves on the mask which could very well mean that it has sway over them my understanding is the mask is that went missing correct yes seems like a solid lead to follow there are also two phone numbers here uh, one of them is to an antiques dealer in San, San Diego. And um, then a number here for, I think, Cairo Import. Kind of a pause. Agent, you deal with what you need to deal with in Michigan, and then we'll deal with Cairo. If you feel like calling those numbers, please let me know what happens with them. I understand the curiosity might be too much to take right now. Proceed with caution. It's been a quiet few months at this point, but something was definitely wrong around the time that you came back. Things were hot. We lost several cells as part of that time. We're now in a bit of a rebuilding phase. Proceed with caution. Understood. Lawrence will hang up. All right. If we're going to call these numbers, we should do it when we're done here tonight. Um, in the meantime, 
Do we want to have we gone through the notes and everything at this point? Yeah, it's taken some time, kind of your kind of initial kind of lurking on the people that were mentioned are as follows. Dr. Celie Brennan is the anthropologist and archaeologist in charge of this. She doesn't have a lot of social media. She's mid-40s. She's very established in her field, though very well respected. Several papers, lots of digs. Successful in her field, not so successful in kind of having a life beyond her field. Christina Wick is a student at the university. She is working as at the museum as kind of part of her thesis. She's one to suffer the cut. She is engaged in a relationship with Victor Yu, one of the other people on the list that was talked about. Veronica Chase has the most social media and the, what's the right phrase, biased against her has made it tad more clear. She is goth, heavily goth. She has a whole smattering of social media, all of it dark, depressing, and edgy to boot. Said appears to be a foreign exchange student, not much kind of sticks out about him, kind of your normal late 20s, early 30s, kind of bit of a bro on that topic. Sabrina has been with the museum the longest. She appears to be the most senior of the people mentioned just based on kind of time spent there. She has plans, according to her kind of various social media, to go into the field of archaeology when she finishes her time there. And Brian Mead's just uh, the youngest person of the group. He's relatively recent there. He showed up about a week before the box showed up. Nothing remarkable about him. Likes beer, chasing girls. Nothing remarkable about him. Do we want to meet with the doctor or do we just want to keep her out of it? There's a portion of me that feels as if the doctor is kind of just doing her job and she's just caught in a crossfire. My initial suspicions is to see what is up with Christina, just because, I don't know, especially with the fact that she suffered a cut and bled on the mysterious artifact. And in our line of work, that just may or may not dispel her and uh, everyone else's doom. I can chalk up Victor Yu as a possible casualty to it, so don't get too attached. Victoria. Just looks like an idiot who may or may not be in over her head in terms of if she had dabbled or messed with the situation, but a little bit low profile. And then this uh, man, I can't even remember his name. I just looked at it not too long ago is just too suspiciously nondescript, especially the fact that he came in a week before this thing kind of popped in. Those are my top three. We should meet with all of them at some point, but I agree. I think Christine is my biggest suspicion. Who knows? Maybe it was just an accident. Actually, let me see if uh, let me see, let me see if I could work something. Firestar pulls out his phone, and it has a grinder on it, and he kind of pops it on, or any of that team on it on social media. Nah, not on grinder. Well, that was bust. Do you want to split up and just kind of do some tailing tonight, or? I have no idea how to do that. I mean, I I know you follow people, but I mean, like you could. I know you're a little rusty, but you could probably hit up another person for a date. I mean, look, this one, this one's goth is all hell. I'm pretty sure she's got some sort of queer leanings. Okay. All right. Sure. I guess. I mean, do you want to, do you want to go for the nondescript dude? I know you said that you don't really, you don't know how to flirt with guys. Look, I would prefer not to have to flirt with anyone, but I don't know. John, what's your input? I was looking around the room. I snap out of it and go, uh, yeah, whatever. I don't, whatever Florence wants to do. All right, let's meet with our friend first. We'll talk to him and then we'll, we'll, we'll split up for the night and see what's going to go on. Actually, we shouldn't split up. We're splitting up's a bad idea. Yeah, whatever we do, we need to stay together. Well, I'll jump back onto uh, social media and see what these folks are 
doing tonight. Do a little bit of internet stalking. Yeah, maybe I can talk to the doctor, doctor to doctor, and just pick her brain about some stuff. We don't even need to flash the IDs. Just tell her that I'm curious. I plan on getting a hold of uh, the microbiology department tomorrow anyways to explain why I'm on campus. So it's kind of out of my field, but... What time of day is it? It's getting late in the day at this point. You kind of got to this around, we'll say, 3, and we're getting closer to kind of 6, 7 o'clock at this point. Okay. So, like, clothing stores would still be open? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to look at Florence and say, we should probably make sure we stock up on leather clothing and uh, the like, just in case we have to deal with those shits again. Yeah, that's a really good point. She just, like, put turns up the collar on her leather jacket. Yeah. I don't have a leather jacket on me, but I'm definitely kind of like shrugging up a little bit more to just because the idea of, of the things from before. So I look over at Firestarter and say, invest in uh, some sort of like turtleneck or some sort of leather clothing. If we're dealing with what we think we're dealing with, you're going to want to make sure you protect your neck, like literally. It means we might have to check out some sewers. Oh, God. Yep. Lawrence would know that most colleges have steam tunnels that run underneath them. Steam tunnels, too. Yeah. That's that was a good that kind of like damp warm air was pretty pretty good breeding ground for these things, wasn't it? We're gonna need maybe the um the green box will have some fire breath rounds or something. Yeah. In fact I think we should go check out the green box sooner than later. Especially now that we know I mean now that Cairo's involved, it's just yeah. Yeah. I I do not want to be caught like we did before. Yeah, I've got a question. So in the book for munitions where I learned how to make the Elder Sign bullets. Did I learn how to make any other munitions at the well while I was at it? It had them in there, but you never studied to find them. Like Okay. Yeah. They were in there though. Well um tonight I'll look up how to make fire breath rounds, just in case. I have a fifty percent in craft electrician and mechanic, so if you need help. I'll I'll let you take a look at the book then, if I brought it. See. Check what I packed. I also look at Firestarter and tell them any portable uh, incendiary devices that you can uh, put together or anything like that are going to come in real handy. If it's what I think it is, these things hate fire. So, yeah, have a field day with that. I raise my arm and clap your shoulder real, like just kind of with a with a heavy thud and just say, brother, I am a portable incendiary device. Don't worry about that. I look him straight in the eyes and say, get your fucking hands off me. Oh, Jesus. Take my hand off. To think, I thought we had a, I thought we had a special bond. I still owe you for uh, icing somebody, but yeah, you get the next torture victim. Oh my god! Not in the middle of a university, guys. It's a sealed room. It's fine. After hearing him say it's a sealed room, I'd like to roll another alertness. Actually, yeah, two out of sixty-five success. You feel pretty confident that you're not being watched. Like it's. Yeah, you have no reason to not to suspect that the camera actually is working. Like, you even now notice that someone's gone through and pulled the kind of connecting cable out of the back of the camera for you at some point. The room, as you were told, is safe kind of thing. Like, they've done the kind of what needs to be done to kind of keep your involvement in this box away from prying eyes, if you want. Kind of almost on cue as you're kind of going around the room to dig in deeper. There's a knock on the door, and you're from the outside. It's uh, Smith. Uh, I was told you wanted to talk to me. Yeah, come in. Door opens and, and into the room steps like six foot five, six foot eight, just built like a linebacker, African American kind of thing. Looks at you. He's got a bit of a limp as he walks, though. Looks at all of you. 
Benedict Smith, uh, chief of night security here at the museum. Um, I'm kind of looks at all of you. I believe you're the um, agents that were sent to look into our missing artifact. Right. Florence, nice to meet you. That extends a hand. Call me Eggs. All my friends do. All right, Eggs. Uh, she'll shake his hand. Feels good to be using that name again. Well, yeah, so uh, welcome to Michigan. I wish you were here under less, uh, you know, circumstances, but uh, I'm here to help. Me and Cornelius do a pretty good job of keeping an eye on things. He's had enthusiastic about the art here. Um, as I'm sure Pine briefed you, my job here is to occasionally smash the occasional thing that people get a tad worried about. I'll have to do that a couple times, but yeah, man, that mask they took out of that box, I wanted to smash it right then and there. Nothing that's come through here in a long time was that kind of weird. Do you have any suspicions of who might have taken it? That's the damnedest thing. We're not making it kind of big deal of it so much or kind of Cornelius knew about this, but we have a pretty good time of when it vanished, actually. We're kind of a five-minute window of when it vanished. From the night of the security footage, there's a five-minute kind of time span where just the cameras went crazy, like something was interfering with them electronically or something like that. They came back to normal, and as best we can tell, the item was gone at that point. It was in kind of gestures at the cabinet. It was inside that cabinet there, so we can't really confirm it was gone, but if I had to guess, someone is on the camera, walked in and grabbed it during that time span. Who was signed in to have access to the artifact while the, these cameras were going haywire? Well, no one was signed in to be dealing with it, and whatever hit the cameras kind of messed up with the door for the IDs, but the last person that touched the damn thing was Christina Wick. She hurt herself on it, too, so I don't know. She's a nice enough kid, though. Nothing too remarkable about her. She's been here for a little while. Know if any any of the other grad students were in the building when it went missing? I mean, probably. They're all still here. They work crazy hours courtesy of the job. It's not uncommon for me to see them around midnight with some frequency down here, working on something or cleaning something if they're on a deadline or something like that. Uh, we work them hard here. It's a grueling intern program. Are they aware that the mask is missing? Well, seeing as a bunch of them were assigned to be working on the box and then we took them off of it, yeah, they're they're aware. The explanation they've been given is to kind of keep the investigation under wraps, no pun intended. We've, we haven't alerted the authorities yet. They think we've alerted the authorities. We're not making a big public deal of it just yet. Yeah, they've been warned people might be showing up to ask some questions about that. I did a little bit of asking around, but no one seemed to know anything really. All right. So, Eggs. You've been here for a decent amount of time. Uh, you look like you've had a little bit of experience on you. Yeah, since I left the Marines, yeah. Any of those kids kind of give you a weird vibe? Kind of ponders this for a second. No more so than anyone else that works in this building, I guess. Like, Veronica's the obvious suspect, but I don't think she did it. She's good enough people, arguably the best out of all of them. She's friendly, kind of keeps to herself, and... This guy does her work, and I got—I respect her for that. Yeah, she dresses a tad provocatively, but I don't know. Whatever keeps you sane as you're going through this crazy place, I guess. I'm not going to fault her for that. Saeed's probably more concerned about his foreign exchange status to do something stupid like this. So I guess he's probably not a... I wouldn't put him high on my list of suspects. Uh, Sabrina Tejo, she's the best intern they got here. Like, There's no reason for her to do something dumb like this. Yeah, she's well on her way to kind of maybe even getting a job here once she graduates and or once she completes her internship, if that's what she wants. Brian Mead, he's fine. The kid's amazingly unremarkable. Not in a suspicious way, just kind of in a 
youngest member of the program and still finding himself kind of thing. I don't know. Uh, Victor Yu's fine. Tad coddled, if you will, and I think him and Christina are dating. She's a little jumpy, but again, I have gestures around. If I walked into the same room you were in at 1 a.m. in the morning and you were bent over some fancy Greek vase or something, you'd probably freak out too, regardless of who you were. It's kind of spooky down here, if you had noticed. Metal hallways and big doors and not a lot of sound. Yeah, do um, any of the steam tunnels attach to this building? Strange question, but uh, yeah, I'm sure it probably attaches somewhere in like the boiler situation, but there's no like easy access from it. It's kind of run around the building. They run infrastructure throughout the campus and stuff. Okay. Why do you ask? Uh, it's just somewhere we're going to have to go check out soon. I can try and get you access to that. If you go there during the night, I can obviously help you out a little bit more during the day. It's got to be a bit more of a stretch. Yeah. Question. Uh, eggs. I mean, you've been in the area. Do you, you know anybody who um, can get us some uh, tools? You know what I mean? And it pauses for a sec. What kind of tools are you looking for? Kind of the small caliber type or the armor piercing for armor deer round type? Um... The type that cooks what we're hunting. Shit, you want a flamethrower? I mean... Or parts. I can make a flamethrower. Yeah. Basically something incendiary. Kind of pauses for a sec, scratches his head. I may have something for you. Won't know till tomorrow, but I may have something for you. All right, perfect. We'll hold off on the steam tunnels until tomorrow night, then. Cool, I'll set it up for then. All right. Yeah, we've got some other stuff we need to take care of tonight, anyways. Kind of nods at you all understood i try and help as best i can but kind of like hits his left leg and makes a hollow kind of fiberglass knocking sound i'd like to be more helpful though i got certain limitations can't quite run as fast as i used to and if i'm not careful it kind of can get caught and pop off but if you need something like lifted or moved or extra kind of set of hands or something or extra pair of eyes let me know after all i gotta kind of do my rounds here after all yeah um this is gonna sound really weird but can we borrow your car we'll bring it back before your shift is over yeah, I get it. Um, I have tosses you the keys. Just don't dent it. I understand, kind of, uh, you're one of Pine's people, and me and Pine go back a ways. Look, if we damage it, I'll pay for it, okay? Smiles at that. Uh, when you see it, you won't be too worried about that, but I appreciate it. Hey, Eggs, speaking of eyes, what's the thing that all the students down here go to do? Is there, like, a, some sort of on-campus spot that everyone hangs out in, or is there, like, a place around the around the college that everyone kind of goes to like what's the local dive you're not too familiar with the university of michigan are you i'm not too look i i suffer every single time i try to purchase milk with how cold it is this is not my forte right now so no i'm not familiar with michigan kind of smiles for a second he goes well we're all about the wolverines here uh not sure how you missed it kind of looks at you up and down but we're a bit of a Big sports program. Gotcha. Is it football season already? Is it football? Are we talking about baseball? What season are we in? Look, this gruff exterior hides the fact that I know nothing about sports. If it's winter, we're close to football, if not already in football season. If it's winter, it's past football season for college. Is it for college? Yeah, that typically ends by like Thanksgiving, around Thanksgiving. This is That's basketball right. season. Yeah, but wait, how, what about the Rose Bowl? Is that during Thanksgiving? It's right after New Year's. Is there any big sports function going on tonight? It kind of like shrugs. I got to work here, so I'm keeping track of it. There's probably something. 
it's that time of year. People are always doing something spirity. Yeah, all the grad students here, are they all team spirit people? Laughs at this. Nah, they're they're not. They're if they're not here, they're at home sleeping kind of thing. They work them hard here. Long hours, kind of gestures around, not the greatest working environments. Um your best bet might be trying to find a bar in the area, kind of the closest one to this locale if you're trying to find one on their off hours, but most likely this time of year they're going home to drink or just sleep at this point. Gets dark real early this time of year this far north and if you thought it was cold when you came into the building bundle up are any of them uh, still here i mean do they work late late into the night yeah they're they're all still here i say we go talk to christina yeah don't want to use the term wellness check but i think it's time for a wellness check hey man i get it i'll start somewhere i suppose the person that cut themselves on it not a bad start yeah we also need somebody to run to the um the green box we need to go together. We're not splitting up. Well, that's a good point. If they're grad students, they're going to be here by the time we get back. So if anything else, we'll meet Shabaka over here and see uh, who else is still around. I mean, honestly, with eggs here, we basically have backup. So mm. buddy system. Buddy system. So green box together, come back here and just kind of have eggs let us in. You can get in. You have IDs. You got given them. I mean... Well, we should just question them while we're here, because if we leave and, you know, they decide to call it an early night, that just adds an extra day that we need to be here. True, true. So, I mean, let's let's try to approach these people as, uh, as not as our fake IDs at first, at least. I mean, who do we if as long as we stay in the same building, I think we're fine. So who does everybody want to approach? I mean, we can do it all one person all together, but that's kind of intimidating. If anything, I can stay back here and continue doing research on some of these pieces. Or I could also start kind of reviewing security footage, if anything else. I have a little bit of a hand in forensics, so I can just start coming up with some thoughts and clues with some of that security footage. I'm a little gruff to look at, so John and you, I think, are a little bit more, I don't know, people people. Yeah, give me a few minutes. I'm going to go get my old look back and go step into the bathroom, tie my hair up. That bandit looks at you all. If you don't need me anymore, I can go do my rounds now. I'll be around. Uh, oh, kind of like tosses you a walkie-talkie. If you're in building, you can get me on that. And on the back of it, there's a phone number written on like a post-it note. That's here to me on off hours. I'm hesitate to call. I understand what we do here is important for a multitude of reasons. Should have smashed that damn thing when I thought it was weird in the first place. Don't beat yourself up. You can't always be on top of it. And nods at this. All right. We'll be in touch. Yeah. He wanders off to kind of do his round. So what are you doing? All right. I can go talk to Christina. She cut herself. I don't know how bad it was, but uh, if you want to come with me, John, you can. Or you can just kind of float, you know, and act as security. I don't I don't. I'll come with you. All right. Yeah. If, if we're going to have to split one person off, at least. Firestarter, you're going to stay with eggs? Then, I guess. Yeah, I could uh, go about with eggs and kind of do my own little round of security as well. But if anything, I'm going to try to see if I can get myself to a little TV so I can watch some of this uh, security footage. Sounds good. The moment you hear anything or if anything just feels off, call us, text us, let us know. Gotcha, gotcha. And I remember, protect my neck. Make sure to bundle up. Any one of you could borrow a scarf, or actually, I think probably I'm wearing a scarf in the first place. If it's cold in Michigan, 
It is. All right. So I'll keep my eyes up. Yes, I've got eggs to let you into the uh, kind of security system so you can take a look at the video. Yes, please. All right. It's easy enough to do. Should we start with Christina then? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. She's easy enough to find. Maybe Eggs gives you some directions. Maybe it's kind of pager or something. Yeah, she's working kind of while the lab. She's busy doing kind of some sample pulling from what looks like, to you, it looks like just kind of a weird rock with maybe some imprints in it, but she insists it's some type of fossil of some kind. She's a normal kind of grad student by all measures. She looks a little bit tired. She's got glasses, hair's a bit unkempt. She's five foot six, a little on the skinny side at this point. Pale features, kind of not quite brown, not quite red hair. She's wearing a Michigan University kind of hoodie over all this stuff underneath her lab coat, dressed in jeans, comfy shoes. She seems a tad annoyed. She has to take a break from her work to talk to you, but kind of like she sits down. Who are you two? Uh, we're looking into all the issue you guys have been having, just talking to everybody who was around at the time of its disappearance. Like the cops or can't or like campus security? Cause I already talked to campus security once. I don't know what happened to it. We'll just say the. We're looking into it before it has to become an official problem. Look, are you like with the cops? If you are, you have to tell me you're with the cops. And like, I might want to see some ID or something. I don't have to talk to you. And if I don't have to talk to you, I'd rather get back to my work, like insurance adjusters or something like that. Like, I, what's the deal here? Out of character, it, it's probably not out of the realm of possibility that they just hire private eyes to do a, an internal yeah, investigation. No, if, that's, that's why I mentioned the insurance aspect of things. If something this has happened, like a way of dealing with it might be to have like a private investor take a look for it. But yeah, the world of art, kind of what's the right phrase? Recovery is a whole thing. Yeah, uh, we're 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 in the private industry. We've been hired by the university to do a second round. The campus security has done. Talk to everybody. Clear everybody. What like PIs or something? Yeah. Give me a persuade check at plus ten. Sixty-five out of modified seventy-nine percent success. It's kind of like. Like, okay, yeah, fine, whatever. I rent to cops or private cops, I guess. I'll tell you what I know. I was the last one to work on it. I checked into the cabinet, went home. Next morning, we were all told it was missing and got the full, full degree. We haven't called the cops yet because we don't want to kind of make a big deal out of this. I don't care why you're making such a big deal out of this mask, though, either. It's just a boring stone mask. It, like that, that box is full of junk. I'm not sure why we're even bothering to catalog all of it. Yeah, I know it's that's what we do here, but this whole kind of cloak and dagger thing we're suddenly doing, locking it up and like pulling everyone off of it. That's that's strange and excessive. We just dump that whole thing in the dumpster and be done with it. Does she seem genuine, like with how she feels towards all these artifacts? Give me a human int. Sixty-seven out of forty fail. She seems more exacerbated than anything else. Just kind of like we've been over this. Like who cares? Kind of thing. How did you cut yourself in the uh, the mask? I, I don't know. I I was cleaning it with something. Maybe I slipped. Like we use like I pointed like some tweezers. We sometimes hold like cotton swabs and tweezers and they're sharp because they're precision instruments. I probably just kind of slipped and gored my hand with it or something like that. I, it happens like the architecture students cut their fingertips off with exacto knives. Lab accidents happen. It wasn't even that bad. She kind of holds up her hand and like, yeah, it's, it's not a bad scar. Like it left a mark. But it's not huge or anything she's like didn't even go to the hospital just went to campus kind of health they patched me up a little bit told me not to do it told me to get some rest and whatever is it still scabbed over or is it already it's more or less totally healed like it's got a scar on it but like it's more or less gone at this point and how long ago was the how long ago was the incident where you cut yourself i, I don't know like 
three weeks at this point or something. It's it was it wasn't even that deep. It wasn't that bad. We made a big deal of it because it got all over the artifact. But so you were bleeding a lot. I got stabbed in the hand with a pair of tweezers. It kind of gushed, and I may have like put my hand down on it by accident or something like that. If you've ever been stabbed in the hand with a pair of tweezers, you do dumb stuff in that moment. You're not thinking straight, especially if it's like, I think it was like 1 a.m. when I did it, too. Should have gone to bed. Victor told me to go home kind of thing. I was acting tired. They teach you procedure on what to do if you've cut yourself, right? Or yeah, hurt yourself. I followed it, wrapped it up so it didn't bleed out kind of thing. It wasn't even that bad. It wasn't like gushing. It wasn't some Tarantino movie up in this bitch. Okay. But you don't remember exactly how you cut it. You just think that it was the tweezers. Yeah, I think I just slipped or something. There's nothing to cut yourself on that thing. If you read over the notes, I'm sure you read the back of it. It's like someone said the word Velcro or something. Yeah, it's a little bit abrasive, but like like sandpaper or something. You'd have to spend like hours dragging that shit across your hand to get below the top layer of skin, I think. Right. And if anyone you work with, hypothetically, were to have taken it, who do you think that would have been? Kind of pauses for a second, thinking, I don't know, probably Veronica, because she thought it would be cool for her apartment or something. Or she's got some like weird goth orgy to wear it to or something. I I don't know. She's just kind of strange. Okay. And you didn't take the medicine. Holes her eyes at this. No, no, I did not. Give me a medicine checker. Actually, what is your medicine? 55. When she rolls her eyes, you catch something you didn't see when you first came in. There's a splotchiness to her face. Maybe it's because of exposure to the cold. Maybe it's not. But like, it's almost like an allergy attack of something. It's very faint. It's like patches of like red on her skin, not like blood or anything like that, but kind of like pre hives almost like a, like a reaction to something. And you catch it at this point when she rolls her eyes, kind of like you realize she's tired looking, but her eyes are a little bit kind of extra bloodshot and kind of maybe around one of the eyes, there's like the faintest whisper of like, maybe what used to be a black eye or something. You're not quite sure. Like again, Accidents happen, but there's something about this girl's face that seems a little bit off. Like it's like allergic reaction, reaction to the cold or something. Your medical skills kind of popping out at this point. You're like, huh, that's a little bit weird. Yeah, Florence is going to just start asking her like questions, not directly about it, but she's going to ask like she has allergies. If she's been in a fight recently. Yeah. So what's your human intent? 40. Yeah. So you kind of like when you ask her if she's been in a fight, she kind of stiffens up a little bit and she goes, no why but like there's definitely a body reaction to it it looks like you have a healing black eye i puts her hand up to the eye oh this i think i slipped on some ice outside or something has hit the ground a little bit too hard it's nothing i got some pictures if you want to see it back when it was quote bad it was barely anything it's rough out there it's michigan winter yeah i mean when you hit the ground that hard you usually split uh cut your head open did you cut your head open no, I fell in some snow. It, you hit snow hard enough, it's like, hit, it's like walking into a door almost. It cushions the impact, but still, like, it hits a little bit. Once it kind of compresses down or something. Look, I, um, we're here to, we're just trying to get down to the bottom of what's going on here. And I'm not saying you are lying, but if during the course of our investigation we find out any of you are lying, it is possible that our report gets to the university. Anyone who's found not to be truthful, they're going to have to cut from the programming. So just be, choose your words wisely. You said you haven't been in a fight, but body language is telling me different. Kind of rolls her eyes at this, like, okay, whatever, fake cop. I didn't steal it. I know I didn't steal it. Okay. 
Go talk to Veronica. She probably took it. Anything else you want to tell me before we end the interview? Kind of shrugs. He's like, this is an awful lot of effort for that mask. Like, I'm assuming you've seen the pictures by now. It's not worth anything. Like, it's no collector's going to buy that. Like, well, between you and me, like, if you're going to steal anything in that box, it's probably the least valuable thing in there. And most of that box is full of crap. I mean, it might not hold monetary value, but it could hold cultural significance. So the university is doing its due diligence. Yeah, sure. I get it. Can't have an anonymous donations special art project go uncatalogued. Yeah, Florence will stand and like hold her hand out to shake her hand, but she holds out her left hand. Okay. She kind of looks at you weird and does like the awkward, like, does the shake the left hand with her right hand. There's no reaction to the uh, the other sign. Nah. Okay. Before we go, I look over and say, just out of curiosity, when you were going through that box, there were some jars in there, right? Uh, yeah, some canopic ones. Um, why do you ask? They were empty when they showed up here. Okay. I was just wondering if they had stuff in it before, after you saw them. But that answers my question. Thanks. Like, yeah, no, like, they showed up like with like one of the lids was off them. Whoever packed them, packed them wrong. Like, it's a box full of crap. Some of it's like old crap, I guess, but like actually interesting stuff in there. It looks like it's fakes, not even good fakes, really. You said before it arrived, it was already open, like it was lazily packed. When that arrived, did it go directly to this building or did it stop somewhere else before it got here? It's like, well, it had to go through deliveries, I guess. But yeah, no, we have a loading dock where it kind of came in and they dropped it off, went straight from the truck inside. Anywhere else it would have stopped on campus anyway? Nah, they just sent them here. No reason to kind of haul priceless, Sarah quotations on that, artifacts all across campus. Where's the deliveries dock? Is it nearby? Can you kind of put it out on the campus map? If you go out in kind of the main service, actually points to the hallway you came in. If you go out there and kind of go all the way to the end, that's where the delivery dock is for the building. Okay, gotcha. Thank you. And I'm going to signal to Lawrence that we should head out. Yeah, sorry, one more thing. You said you had pictures of your eye right after the incident. Can I see that? That rolls her eyes again, gets the phone out, does some swiping, gets her Instagram, kind of holds it up. It's her and her boyfriend at a bar drinking. Kind of, they're both like pointing at the eye, and it's like hashtag so clumsy underneath and stuff like that. Anything stand out medically about it? Like, does she still have the the like allergy reactions on her face? Yeah, and I'd say that that maybe the the allergy reactions aren't quite as pronounced in the picture, but like she definitely got punched in the face or got hit in the eye specifically, kind of thing. Like something happened. It's not like a bad thing. It didn't like fully welt up like she got punched with a ring or something like that, but. Maybe her story is real, but like, yeah, she got hit in the eye by something. Yeah, while looking at the photo, Florence will ask, is this your boyfriend? Yeah, it's Victor. I'm sure they gave you the whole lowdown. Yes, he and I are dating. Yes, we live together. No, he didn't steal it either. Okay. What does Victor do for a living? He works here. He's also a grad student here. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Florence is just going to look at the photo for a little bit longer and just make sure she's got a good memory of what uh, what's going on in it, and then she'll pass the phone back. Remember, if uh, anything in your mind, you know, you remember anything or uh, you think that you might have told us something that you realize might not be true and you want to correct it, just let us know. Yeah, sure. You're wasting your time. No one stole it. If they did, they were cursing their luck for stealing something that worthless. Like, between you and me, this isn't the first thing that's gone missing here in the history of the museum. Like, you said you work in insurance or something like that. Like, you're for here for the kind of museum's insurance, whatever. 
you and I both know that if you're trying to smuggle stuff, you would put it in this type of situation and grab it from a place like this where security isn't as, you know, high as like an airport or something like that. Comes through security. We have to run a whole full set of checks to do that. So the x-ray machines out on the dock to make sure like a couple of years back, we had like a statue bring through that was full of cocaine. That was a fun two days. Okay. Yeah. Uh, thanks for the input. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Kind of looks at the clock. Uh, a couple more hours of work. As they're leaving, Florence offhandedly like gives her a combination of like I don't know supplements and a drink that will like give her energy to keep going. Because Florence has done the same exact thing when she was back. Yeah. In. I can imagine there's some sympathy from Florence. Maybe not sympathy, sympathy, but like yeah, she's just been there. Yeah, she respects the grind. Yeah, Florence having war flashbacks from grad school. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> 